Hey, it's Caitlin. Hey, it's Abigail. Welcome Welcome to to The Gutsy Gutsy Truth. We believe that change is easier when you are not alone. Through practical advice, personal stories, and expert insights, we offer strategies, empowerment, and a supportive community for you to turn to for guidance and motivation on your journey to living your best life. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode three of our summer mini-series, The Gutsy Guide to Clean Eating. What, what? Um, We have really enjoyed doing this little summer Mm mini-series. I hope you guys have listened to episode one and two. If you haven't, go Go back. Go do it. (laughs) Go back. Right now. Do one and two. Um, And so today's episode, we're really excited. Caitlin and I could talk about this all day. So prioritizing protein and plants. Protein and plants is what everyone needs. Everyone needs protein and plants. Um, So why are protein and plants important, Caitlin? (laughs) Why are are they not? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Thank you for answering that for me. Yeah. Yeah, no, so if you don't know, if you're new to your health journey, um, welcome. We are so glad you're here. But protein and and when we say plants, we mean fruits, vegetables, um, seeds, nuts, grains, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Any and so when we talk about plants, I'll start there first. The more diverse plants you eat, or the number of different types of plants you eat, I should say it that way. Um, it's better for your gut microbiome. Yep. So if you only ever eat carrots, if that's the only vegetable you've ever eaten your whole life, that's great. Carrots are not bad for you. They Mm -hmm. have many health benefits in a lot of ways, Mm -hmm. but you need more than just carrots. Yeah. You need all the different things. And so Caitlin and I love to talk about plant points all All the time. time. Um, coining, um, Dr. Anna Marie Temple. Yep. That's her thing. If you don't follow her, we'll link her in the show notes here because she's great about plant points and getting different hacks in. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, the more different kinds of plants you can eat on a daily basis, it's going to be really great for your gut. Now, I'm going to caveat that saying there are certain kinds of fruits and vegetables that some people don't tolerate very well for right. different reasons. And that's totally fine. So you got to figure out what that is for you. Um, obviously, if you're highly allergic to nuts and you know, p- you know peanuts and all that kind of stuff, please don't eat them. <laughs> like, <laughs> Obviously, tailorize this to what you need it for. Um, but yeah, every, every day you should be getting a multitude of kinds of plants. And so we think of it as plant points, meaning you, if you just want to like break it down super simple, it's like you get one point for every different type of plant you consume. Right. So it's not necessarily the quantity. So it's not like you need 15 cups of spinach every day. Right. But if you have a handful of spinach mixed with some celery and carrots and tomatoes and this and that and the other, before Mm -hmm. you know it, you've got like eight plants. Right. And it's really good from the nutrient benefits, the mineral benefits, the microbe fibers. And I mean, there's a million things. Um, but yeah, all in all is that you need to know is that the diversity of plants you eat equals a better gut microbiome right. equals better immunity all over. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So do we want to show like count an example of like what we just had for lunch? Sure. Just yeah. to like make it a hundred percent obvious. Okay. So Abigail and I just had lunch. And so we had a salad that had a couple different, like it's spinach, um, kale was in it. Arugula, arugula, romaine, romaine. So I think there's four, at least four different types of like leafy greens right. in the salad mix. And then we had carrots. Yep. And then we had some celery. Yep. Then we had um, cucumbers. Yep. And then we sprinkled some hemp seeds on top. Yep. I think that was. And pistachios. Oh. And we had like a side of pistachios. Yeah. So yeah. So just in the salad alone, we had eight different plant points. Yep. Such a win. 
Then we had some pistachios, mm-hmm. and that made it nine. Yeah. So just for, for lunch. lunch alone, like we had some salami and crackers and stuff, but yeah. there was no other plants to add to that. Yeah. So for lunch alone, we had nine plants that yeah. we consumed. Yeah. That's a win. That's a win. Huge totally win. win. And if you go back to our earlier episodes, especially like episode one, where we talk about getting into a right mental health space, starting your journey. So yeah, we might, we're sitting here and going super easy. We just got nine points and you might be like, whoa, I didn't (laughs) even know there was nine different kinds of points. I didn't know I need to count point points. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Okay. We've been there. Just start like we talk about in our first episode of crowding out the bad stuff. So you just start with say one fruit and one vegetable a Mm -hmm. day for a week or two. You know, or you can just pick two fruits and two vegetables and alternate them every other day, right? right. So you say you're going to have strawberries and blueberries and they alternate them. Then you're going to have carrots and celery sticks or whatever and alternate them. And then before you know it, you just keep adding and adding and adding. And then you've got a diverse group of plants that you're eating on a consistent basis. Yeah. And your gut microbiome is going to be super happy. Very happy. Very happy. And a huge part of your immunity is in your gut. And so when your gut microbiome is diverse and happy, the less you'll get sick, the less inflammation you'll have in your body, the less achiness, the less fatigue you'll have. It really helps with a multitude of things. Mm-hmm. And then once you get comfortable, like you've, you've, created a habit of mm-hmm. adding these plants to your your meals on a regular basis then that's when you can start you know diversifying it even further and mm-hmm. adding like as as my doctor said she's like the more weird plants you can eat the better <laughs> yeah I was like okay what does that mean so yeah. like adding different things that aren't as common like beets or yeah. bok choy or yeah. jicama or things like that that aren't as you know, everyday foods. everyday things yeah. or like I love radishes in my salad just because mm-hmm. they're also they're pretty and they taste good or like even like a little bit of radishes on like on a soft taco is mm-hmm. like adds a little flavor a little yeah. lime awesome yeah um so that's when you can start like exploring like even crazier foods and and that kind of becomes a game too of like okay what what vegetable haven't I like learned how to cook yeah you know sure. and like n- you know creating a list of like okay I want to figure out how to cook bok choy. I don't even know what bok choy is. Like, let's, let's add that, you know, and that's a great thing for stir fries. I love adding into that. Um, or like, yeah, beets. Have you ever roasted beets? Like beets are amazing. I love Mm -hmm. beets. Um, but I hadn't really cooked them before. Sure. You know, or they have like, um, like the fermented canned or jarred like vegetables that Mm -hmm. you can get as well that just make it easy, like sauerkraut, adding that on top of like Mm -hmm. a salad or whatnot. Yeah. As another option. So just the more that you practice this and prioritize this, um, the, Mm -hmm. the easier it becomes, um, it creates that habit. And then, you know, at the, like you can, we've done, um, a whole plant point month long challenge Mm -hmm. that we'll probably bring back at some point. And then at the end of the month, you're like, wow, I consumed like so So. many different plant points and like had no idea that I had the ability to do that. So Oh yeah. It's crazy. I think at the end of that challenge, we were over like both of us over 250. Yeah. Which is not 250 different types. I mean, like, you know, in our salads and there might always be celery or carrots. So yeah, you're eating the same kind multiple times, but just to know, Mm -hmm. like in a 30 day period, I consumed 250 times. I consumed a plant of Mm -hmm. some sort. Like that is so good. Um, for your body in so many ways. Yeah. And so yeah, just start small. Like if you don't do many fruits and vegetables or anything at all, that's okay. You mm-hmm. can start small and mix it in with stuff like a strawberry banana protein smoothie. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can easily add some spinach in that and it doesn't taste like anything mm-hmm. and boom, you've got some more stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, or um, scrambled eggs. You throw some different vegetables in there, you know, bell peppers or mushrooms or onions. Mm -hmm. And yeah, then you start configuring out where you can get more stuff in your food um, that's easy to add. Right. You know, like taco meat. You could easily just like chop up bell peppers and onions and black beans and mushrooms even and Mm -hmm. just dice it really finely. And then it's mixed in with taco meat. You don't even realize it's there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's... A lot, you guess prioritize prioritize your plants. Plants, yes. Okay, so next, prioritizing protein. Mm-hmm. So protein is literally the building block of your food. Yep. <laughs> like yep. you, if you don't have protein of some way, shape, and form, um, you're just not like you're just not going to feel good in a lot of ways. Your body doesn't get the essential amino acids and different nutrients it needs. Um, and so Caitlin and I are probably going to talk about this more on a um, eating actual meat. If you're a vegetarian or vegan, there's different ways to get proteins. Mm-hmm. Um, Caitlin and I consume plenty of meat. So if this is kind of from that perspective, but, um, so protein, you need to have 0.8 to one grams of protein per pound of your body weight mm-hmm. every single day. Now, most people, especially women drastically under eat protein yeah. because what women end up doing is you restrict your calories and stuff. And so you end up just cutting your protein down totally, you know, mm-hmm. you, like, I used to do it all the time. I just have a salad and literally no protein on it. Right. Well, there's not much. Yeah, there's a lot of nutrient benefits to a salad, but there's not much density to keep you satiated for yep. long periods of time. Right. Um. And so when you think about protein, again, this is definitely a start small thing. And Caitlin and I still work on this today because mm-hmm. we each need to be eating roughly 120 to 130 grams of protein a day. Right. That's a lot of protein if yep. you're only really only consuming like 30 or 40 right now. And so I think step one with protein is just count your grams of protein every day just to see where you're at. Don't change anything else. Just count what grams you have currently and then you get a good starting point. I remember the first time I counted what I had, I think I was eating like 40 grams of protein a day. So like a third of what I needed to eat. And that was like shocking to me because I thought I was eating a lot. (laughs) Right. And the thing with that too is that it's – it's the mind game too. Cause yeah. you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm eating so much more food. I'm going to gain all this weight. Uh-uh. No, yeah. no. If you prioritize your protein, then you're, like I said, it's the, the essential building blocks to all your other foods too. And so getting that in and especially in the morning, mm-hmm. that is so key. Um, the standard American breakfast diet is sugary carbs, yep. whether that's cereal, pastries, muffins, you know, you name it. Mm-hmm. None of that has protein, not much nutrients in general. So think of a savory breakfast. So eggs, bacon, sausage, or not even breakfast like food. You can eat leftovers, have a taco for breakfast, right. you know, whatever. Um, but really making sure you get that protein in. And that cannot just be from meats, but like cottage cheese is really high in protein. I know a lot of people that mm-hmm. have their protein, like mixing cottage cheese with like eggs or something like that, mm-hmm. or having it as a snack. Um, yeah. So of course dairy's got protein too. That is really helpful. And a lot of um, like nuts and seeds have yeah. a good protein. So like chia seeds have good protein. Um, you pistachios know, like have pistachios, a lot of protein. Brazil nuts, that mm-hmm. kind of thing too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey y'all, if you're really enjoying our mini summer series about clean eating, we hope that you check out thegutsytruth.com to get the free gutsy guide to clean eating. All you have to do is go to thegutsytruth.com and click the link for the gutsy guide to clean eating. Drop us your email and you'll get the free guide sent right to your inbox. 
And be sure to save the date for season three of The Gutsy Truth launching on Tuesday, August 1st. Yeah, and I think for for me personally, when it comes to protein, I, that's kind of how I like build out my meal is like, yeah. okay, what what protein am I going to have? And then from there, I figure out everything else regarding that meal. A hundred percent. So a lot of times, like I love to make salads for lunch. So like a simple thing is just getting some ground up um, ground beef or ground turkey and then cooking that off and just seasoning it, seasoning it however I want, salt and pepper, Italian seasoning. I do a lot of turmeric because that's anti-inflammatory. Turns everything yellow, but it's great for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of changing up the seasoning. And like then I cook that off and then I have that for the next couple of days. And I just top that on my salad. And that's right. a simple way to get protein. Um, same thing kind of is my approach to like my um, like dinners as well. Like do I want to have chicken? Do I want to have beef, turkey, mm-hmm. sausage, whatever it's going to be. Pick that protein, prioritize it, cook it, and then kind of build, build your the rest of your meal around that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, that. That makes it so much easier to then do that. Um, and it doesn't have to be fancy. That's no. the other thing that Caitlin and I are very adamant about is like you can just make ground beef taco meat or ground turkey taco meat mm-hmm. and utilize that in multiple ways. Yep. Make a taco salad, make actual tacos, make nachos, make um, quesadillas, tostadas. I mean, like you can take one simple thing and get multiple uses out of it. Right. Or I do like a taco bowl where it's just some rice and salsa and guacamole or, you know, avocado or whatever too. Um, and then the other tip I really like to do is is if you're grilling, if you have someone in your family that likes to grill, just Mm -hmm. double what you're grilling for Mm -hmm. the night. And then you're going to have protein prepped for the next couple days for lunch or dinner. Yeah. Because normally protein is the hardest part to figure out yeah. and to cook and to make sure it's thawed out and ready to go or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, if my husband's going to grill chicken for the night, I normally do like two packages of chicken. Like I just double it. And mm-hmm. then I've got lunch or leftovers for a handful of days after that. Exactly. And one of the things that I like to do is I like just pre-cooked a whole bunch of chicken and then I really enjoy the different sauces from Primal Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find Primal Kitchen um, products really wherever, um, target, Walmart, regular grocery stores have them as well. Um, that they have a really good Buffalo sauce. That's really clean. They have a barbecue sauce. Um, I'm, I'm, they have a steak sauce as well and teriyaki sauce. Um, so those are all really good just to like make your chicken like taste different. Like it's, it's okay. One night we'll have a barbecue chicken with veggies. The next night we'll have teriyaki stir fry, or Mm -hmm. then we'll have Buffalo chicken and veggies and rice. Like that way, like it's one thing that's changing, but, but from the meal prep side, like you're cooking your chicken, you got your veggies and that's a easy way to like make it exciting and and different when it's really just prepping the same, just changing the sauce. Right. Exactly. Um, and there's a lot of tips and tricks too, as far as like prepping your fruits and vegetables too. And Caitlin and I are going to do our final episode for the mini series will be about meal planning. So Mm -hmm. definitely tune in next week for that. Yep. But some really simple things I'll kind of throw out right now for some veggies and whatnot is like, if you know you're going to make like a salad, like you don't need to actually go buy a head of lettuce because that's a lot of work. Let's be real. I mean, if you're full-time working people and you've got other things going on, sometimes taking that time. So just buy the pre-rinsed, pre-ready-to-go bags Mm -hmm. of lettuce. Um, or, Or even like if you're going to 
you know, need to chop up some carrots and stuff, go ahead and chop enough for a few days worth too. So mm-hmm. you're not having to do it every night or mm-hmm. as dinner's happening and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So sometimes it's just taking those extra couple of minutes just to help yourself prep it. Yeah. And then that's going to make it easier and not just easier as in like, okay, it's done, but then you're not going to like, it'll make it easier for you to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to make this nice salad with this good protein for my lunch because it's only going to take me three minutes to throw it together because yep. all the stuff's ready to go. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So in the thing to remember with all of this too, especially as you're trying to prioritize protein and get more in your diet, like the, the, the beauty of eating more protein is that that fills you up quicker. Yeah. So then that's going to make you not want to consume a lot of those processed items mm-hmm. that we were talking about for when we have, when we'd have this kind of crowding out mentality of like, let's crowd out the processed food with protein and plans and things like that. Like this is, you're going to be f- much fuller, a lot quicker. Um, if you prioritizing eating enough protein throughout the day, and that's going to make this process a lot easier. And then I think you'll start to notice you're not going to have those episodes of fatigue and being tired and all that because you're eating protein, you're staying full and fueling your body with the energy it needs to get through the day. Exactly. Exactly. If you have enough protein, it stabilizes your blood sugar is Mm -hmm. one of the key things about having enough protein in your diet. Yeah. So then you're not on this blood sugar glucose roller coaster Mm -hmm. all throughout the day. Um, someone that is a great resource for that is the glucose goddess. Um, Mm -hmm. that's her Instagram handle. Um, at Jesse is her name, right? Yes. Um, and she's got a book called glucose revolution. Highly recommend. Such a good book. She biohacks your blood sugar and glucose. I mean, like, on a consistent basis. It's so cool. And the Mm -hmm. information she shares is the order and how you eat your food, how that affects your blood sugar. Um, and then like the types of food and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's definitely a big proponent of, um, savory breakfasts and how that sets you up for a better, like a whole day. So like if you eat a not like protein dense or even a caloric dense breakfast, so you just grab like a pop tart, right. Or Mm -hmm. a pastry of something like that, then you're going to be battling blood sugar highs and lows the whole rest of your day. Even if you eat great food with plenty of protein and plenty of diversity of plants the rest of your day, because you started so poorly, it's going to make your whole day feel like you're playing catch up. Right. And it's a huge difference. And so, yeah, if you feel like, and this is numbers you can have to just play with. So say you need to be getting 120 grams of protein a day, you might load that up higher at breakfast because that helps you be stable all throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the most simple level, just divide whatever your total protein number is in three. And so you know for each meal, you need to have that. Um, and then if you don't get it, always reach for a protein-dense snack first. A lot of people reach for carby snacks, which again, skyrocket and then dip your blood sugar. Yep. So go for, you know, like jerky, like beef jerky or turkey jerky, or go for... Um, you know, I know a lot of people do like cottage cheese and a fruit or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, some nuts and things, or say you want, you know, if instead of just eating a plain apple, do an apple with a little bit of peanut butter. Cause no peanut butter is not super high in protein, but it's got good healthy fats that offset that carb spike right. from an apple. And again, an apple is not terrible for you, but it is technically a carb. Mm-hmm. And so you need to balance it. And so, um, what does Leanne say? Don't eat naked carbs. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> Don't eat naked carbs. That's with, uh, Dr. Leanne rushing. We've had her on twice now already. So, um, listen to some of those episodes for some more, but yeah, there's just lots of ways to really biohack that. So we encourage you to follow along, 
um, with our Instagram account, but like we said, glucose goddess is incredible. Just ingredients is incredible as well on mm-hmm. how to prioritize protein and, and hack, do some hacks on that. Yeah. And I just, a couple other, um, like resources and ideas for how to get more protein. Like you mentioned the, the jerky or beef sticks, mm-hmm. like we love the brand chomps, yeah. um, because they're a really clean, um, beef stick option. Mm-hmm. Um, or like, um, Applegate does mm-hmm. salami or, um, like turkey, turkey, um, and like, yeah, like turkey breast that's mm-hmm. sliced and everything. So that's a, another good brand. Um, and then our favorite, um, protein that we use is just ingredients. What, um, what? Her stuff um, is... Carlin, if you ever listen to this, we love you. We love you. Your stuff is so good. It's delicious, delicious um, protein. Tastes really good. Made with all clean ingredients. um, And she's got a bazillion different flavors out there. Mm -hmm. Um, I honestly just love the vanilla because I love mixing it with like different fruits and vegetables and things like that. But she's got... Um, a pumpkin spice one that mm-hmm. she has in the fall that I love using for like my chia seed breakfast um, mm-hmm. option. Um, she's got like a chocolate one and a she snickerdoodle with, one. She just came out with strawberries and cream. Strawberries and cream. Um, I've heard that's good. Yeah. And so, so many different flavors. Um, you know, when you get too caught up in like just consuming protein powder, yes, it can get expensive, but yeah. I honestly try to use it as like a supplement thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be quick, easy on the go, especially yeah. like if I'm traveling, like yes. I'll bring it with me so that I know I've got protein, especially like for breakfast, I'll just mix it with water or, mm-hmm. um, a clean almond milk or, um, coconut milk and just call that good. Yeah. And so that's just another um, resource for you to look into as well. If you're looking for a good, um, protein powder as well. Exactly. And, um, uh, one more thing on fruits and vegetables. I just thought of if yeah. you're looking for a good list of organic fruits and vegetables versus, mm-hmm. cause we know, um, you know, the cost of life these days with inflation and all, um, even organic produce has gone up drastically. Mm-hmm. Um, the EWG puts out a list of what they call the dirty dozen. Yep. So it's 12, um, produce items that they highly recommend you eat organic because of the amount of pesticides and things sprayed on those strawberries are basically always at the number one of the list because, um, you're eating the skin and everything that is being sprayed. Um, so they're just highly absorbent of all those chemicals. Um, and then they have the clean 15 list. So it's produce that you can buy non-organic to save Mm -hmm. some dollars. So if you're needing some budget friendly options, um, basically it's things, things you should be buying organic is if you're actually consuming the skin mm-hmm. of the, um, thing. So like a lot of berries, cause you eat the whole thing, um, non-organic it's stuff like bananas and avocados that there's a harder skin on the outside that you don't eat kind of a right. thing. Right. Um, so yeah, the clean 15, just Google clean 15 or the dirty dozen, um, for produce. And that's a really good list to go off of too. Yeah. And another thing from like a, um, a budget standpoint too, when you buy, fruits and vegetables within seasons of yeah. like when they're actually in season, um, is usually the better option. Um, so strawberries during like summertime versus, you know, December is going to be very different prices. Yes. So keeping that in mind as mm-hmm. well. Um, and then often a lot of time your frozen fruits and vegetables are going to be significantly cheaper yeah. than the fresh. And, uh, you know, I, ideally, you know, fresh would be great, but at the same time, the a perk to frozen is that it's going to stay longer mm-hmm. and you're not going to necessarily have the waste of it, it going right. rancid or bad for whatever reason. Um, so that's just another thing to uh, be mindful of as well as that frozen. There's nothing wrong with frozen, no, frozen foods and that can be a great resource um, for you as well. Yep. 
And it, sometimes it makes your life easier. Oh, you're yeah. In a rush cooking or whatever. Yeah. If all you have to do is like steam it for five minutes mm-hmm. and you're good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much easier than yeah. actually chopping and dicing and sauteing and all that kind of stuff. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So again, prioritizing protein and plants is super important. Um, the one little thing I'll, I'll um, make sure to mention that we talked about in previous episodes as well, especially when it comes to protein, um, it can be really easy just to want to snag one of those protein bars that you'll mm. see in like the nutrition um, aisle of your grocery store. Just be really careful and read labels yes. because they can say protein and like, you know, here's 10 grams of protein or whatever, but there can be a lot of hidden sugars and mm-hmm. a lot of um, artificial ingredients in those protein bars. Um, and honestly, that's when it can really add up and get really expensive because those protein bars can be like four or five bucks a pop. Oh yeah. Um, and if you're just consuming that, like, again, there could be a lot of sugar in it and not necessarily be enough protein to actually make a big impact. Yeah. Um, so just keep that in mind as well. Um, so the more that you can just focus on, you know, your chicken and your beef and, and things like that, Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be easier and more cost effective as well. For sure. For sure. Well, thanks for joining us today with prioritizing protein and plants. Yeah. That's a fun thing to say um, a lot. Um, But yeah, so this is, um, we're almost to the end of our summer mini series. We have one more coming out next week, which we're really excited about. um, Meal planning made simple. So get ready and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Gutsy Truth. We are so thankful to have you here with us, and we hope today's episode was helpful and inspiring. Until next time, we encourage you to learn more at thegutsytruth.com, and we'd really appreciate it if you left a review on today's episode on your podcast streaming platform of choice. If you are enjoying the podcast and want to support our mission to empower and inspire people everywhere, we would love for you to consider becoming a Patreon member. By supporting us on Patreon, you are helping us to continue to create valuable content and build a supportive community for listeners like you who are choosing to live a gutsy life. Visit thegutsytruth.com slash support to learn more. And until next time, that's the gutsy truth.